Are we having fun yet? <laughs> right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? Hi, I'm Alexander Chester. And it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. Stay out of the fuck podcast. And I'm Av Sinensky, and I've never been to an orgy, but I have read a lot on the subject. <laughs> Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, formerly a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast and presently a Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss season two, episode three, Nick DeCintio's Orgy Night. And I think we're calling an audible and only doing episode three. Is that correct? Um, yeah, I think that's what we're doing. Um, I'm, I think what happened is that it was time to record the podcast, and I had only seen episode three, so we said, oh. let's let's just do episode three. That was part well, of what I, I thought what happened was that we had uh, such a wonderful email uh, sent to the postman last week, who requests, and the request is we do one episode. So Right. He's, yeah. he's, someone did request that. Uh, I guess we should have... We should have... Uh, been smarter and said that we're you know yeah. we'll carry out the will of the people as yeah we as just, you just said offline we, we were just talking offline about yeah uh, you're, we're not flip-flopping we're, we're not flip-flopping that's listeners. right yes anyway so nick DeCintio's yeah. orgy night originally aired on may 7th 2010 uh i think i was i was not in an orgy that night i was in orlando with my wife um she was like on a conference did you ever do okay. that like before you had kids where like you went to some like place with your wife while she was at a conference all day and you had no. nothing to do? Neither of us ever had conferences. Hmm. Anyway, it was I, I remember I spent like three hours on the lazy river by myself and then I was like, I'm bored and there's like another eight hours to go. So, yeah, there was nothing else to do in the resort, like keep your attention. Well, we, we, were, we were just like, I don't know. I, I wasn't going to like walk around like in the music park. I mean, I guess that's the thing. Before you're before you have kids, you have so much that's free not, time yeah. that like you get bored from too much free time. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Like we always used to talk about like when we had like, you know, little kids, we would like just be like, what did we used to do on Sundays? And like we, we like we still have not figured out what we used to do on Sundays. Like yeah, what I have could no we idea. possibly have done that like filled up the whole day? Well, I, mean, I, first of, I think you woke up at like noon. Right. So, so that, I woke like, up at like the first half right. of it out. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, and I guess the answer was probably a lot of days was uh, watch sports because like whatever. She did her thing. I did my thing. Um, it's probably sometimes we probably just like watch TV or movies or whatever. Or, yeah. You know, um. But yeah, now it's like you need to fill every second of that day to keep those little fuckers stimulated. Uh, speaking God. of little fuckers, yeah. well, I guess bigger fuckers today. Yeah, so we have an orgy. Yeah, um, and programming note, I think um, I think we're going to do one episode next week as well. I think okay. is, is the plan. Possibly, possibly live. Possibly live. Um, Alex and I may be together on Sunday night. I think as now, we think probably we'll be together, right? I feel like this has evolved over the course of the week, but I think we're... I mean, yeah. this would be a tremendous uh, head fake by you if you were like... You know, just stringing me along. Well, I was I was told uh, tonight by our mutual friend Akiva that I was supposed to be doing a podcast with him on Sunday night. Oh, so now is now is the trip is off because of the <laughs> nap. Well, he tried to pressure me into that, but I uh, that would be like the biggest coup ever staged by Renap if they like got you to not go. Well, on he trip. tried to guilt me. He's like, "There's four other people coming, and we scared. yeah, there's three other people going to Buffalo." Well, and uh, well, what I said to him is, I'm like, you know. Instead of like you messaging each person and then saying, does this time work for you? And then coming back the next day, does this time work for you? You could have right. just set like one of those like jot forms, wiggles, yeah. whatever they're called. 
And we or all can just, or just our like times. An, an email chain or a WhatsApp or yeah, something he, he, with everybody. Like, he likes to be like he the, likes the, to keep, right. the he central want, spoke he, in the wheel. He, right. he, he also doesn't want worlds colliding because all of a sudden you're going to be best friends with like some Renap celebrity and you know, you're going to go do your own podcast or something. Oh, yeah. We're going to just like you, did, just like you did with me. I yeah, exactly. like, meet the big Renap or Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You came on to the movie pod a couple years in a row. That's and right. then when Akiva was looking, we went and made our own podcast. Yeah. Are you are you um, upset at me that I went on Renap last week? No, you're very good. Why would I be upset? Oh, well, oh because you're so. trying to do the same thing on me. I'm betraying you. It's all I'm, a big circle. I mean, now I'm in with Akiva and Rob. It's all a big orgy, these podcasts. That's true. Except for much less fucking. Yeah. So um, so I'm going to be in Buffalo. I think you're going to be in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll be going to the uh, Bills Packers game. And then we're going to get home at one in the morning and start a podcast. Well, that's the plan. So it might not happen, yeah. I guess, is what you're suggesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it doesn't I'm, have to be one in the morning. We could get home at midnight. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Going to night game. Now, I haven't been to a night game in Buffalo. So, but in general, yeah. one of the big downsides of going to night games is that you're going to get home so late. Yeah. So, one thing that's good about this year versus other years, the previous two years I did this with, uh, other people, but not you, mm-hmm. um, was that we had no car and like the post game getting an Uber situation was like bad. beyond horrible. It took like an hour and a half. Both and those weren't public, something. public transportation cities. Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other issue with the podcast um, that late is that I have to be up probably at like five in the morning because I'm flying home. Um, oh, you're so you're not with us at all on Monday. Yeah, no, I'm leaving. Oh, well, uh, guess who's the fucking asshole this week? Yeah. Next um, week, I guess. I have a, I have a closing on Monday. Like, it's, uh, it, it happens to work out that, like, I really could not have stayed. Mm, so yeah. it's, a good, it's a good thing I planned that way. Um, 50% of the time that I've done this football trip, I missed my flight home. So I hope <laughs> that doesn't happen this time. Yeah. It's better to be the guy who leaves eight hours earlier than the, or 12 hours earlier, whatever it is, than the guy who leaves eight hours later. Why? I just actually with you, I think on at least one occasion, I went to Las Vegas and like left after everyone else. I don't remember at uh, Rafi's. Uh, yeah, no, I remember being I don't remember when people came or left. Well, <laughs> you don't remember because years you, ago. well, you went home, but I, right, was, I went as I was by myself. And when you're by yourself in these places, especially you got bored, especially in Las Vegas. In Las up, Vegas is very boring. You, you lose you lose much, much more money in those final right. few hours. Yeah, but you're not bored. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think I, I made the same mistake multiple times in Las Vegas where I was going home the next morning and everyone else in my group was going home that night. Mm-hmm. And every single time I was like, well, I don't want to waste money on another night in a hotel. So I'll just stay up all night again. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. And then finally, after doing this multiple times and learning my lesson, I finally realized, OK, I'm going to get a hotel for the night and I'm going to lose less money that way. Yeah, pretty and much the only cost effective activity you can engage in in Las sleeping. Vegas is sleep and, yeah. and and by that I mean literally sleeping <laughs> yeah. not not euphemisms of sleep because yeah. that'll also cost you well actually so that night really worked out for me because as I remember when I checked into the hotel for the extra night I got they gave me a $15 chip and I had already promised I'm not doing any gambling from this point forward but they, somebody else's money yeah but they gave me a $15 chip so I went and I played in a blackjack and I won like eight consecutive hands in a row oh. And I and I immediately earned back all the money for the night from the oh, cab, cool. uh, excuse me, from the hotel from a free chip. So that, that was the one time it worked out to my benefit. You know why? Because I booked a hotel. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. You were smart. Yeah. Don't try and stay up all night in Las Vegas because you don't want to get a hotel room. It's a very bad. Day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could have told you that. Yeah. Uh, we should talk offline. I was I was just thinking about like uh, where I'm going to be sleeping this coming Saturday night. So but we'll discuss. Okay. Well, yeah. I know where I'll be sleeping. Actually, I don't know where I'll be sleeping, but I know the two choices, and they don't. I don't think either one involves you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to be in my home, so I guess you can sleep there if you want. No, that's not helpful. That'd be very weird. Well, are you, you're flying out of Newark Sunday morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you have you have parents in the area, so. 
Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. They don't even know this trip exists. So I'm sure oh. not. Well, you, 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 you have other people in the area with whom you're. Yeah, you have options. Uh, the other people oh, the that other are going on the trip. Options. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, yeah. Who, I'm, who I'm flying Those are the with. two obvious selections, especially because yeah. your flight's very early in the morning. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just still deciding whether to wake up early and drive or wake up slightly less early. Yeah. And... Well, what you guys should have done <laughs> is not flown at all because it's like, you know, but anyway, the tickets have been purchased already. Yeah. And also, it's much smarter because it takes like one fifth of the time. Not when you include going to the airport, boarding, taxing. Right, on the you're, plane. You're, you're starting to sound like my dad. No, no, no. I, I reject that. In, like, like Boston to New York. Everybody's like, oh, it's much faster on the train. I'm like, I've done it many times both ways. It's faster to fly. So I'm not one of those guys. But like, also, you guys are renting a car. So then you got to go pick up the rental car. Like, all of those, like, the cumulative time will be like five hours versus what, three and a half or four? It's not a huge difference. And then you have the flex, and also like the flexibility, the space of, you know, all the stuff I'm bringing, et cetera. Anyway. Well, oh no, it's very helpful that you're driving and bringing all the shit. That's that's great. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but being on, being on a, flying on a plane is much more comfortable than sitting in a car. Though, like also, it's like you're like counting like um, like airport time as like sure that's like time you're not at home, but like you're not like sitting in a car. You can like walk around the airport. You can like you know buy shit. You know, it's it's much more comfortable than being. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting in a chair listening to a podcast in either case, in either case for the most part. <laughs> Being a car for a long period of time, I find to be not the best. Um, yeah. Although yeah. I do love podcasting. Yeah. Um, um, being in a car for a long time with someone who you don't really want to talk to, but yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. So that's going to suck for whoever's with you. Oh. <laughs> I walked right into that one. All right. Let's stop planning a, a trip for four people on a podcast. That- and let's plan an orgy instead. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Do you think there'll be two weekends? <laughs> not. All right, Thomas Lennon, another alum of the state, like that so, so, so whole little crew. So we should. I we. I wonder how how many of them are going to go through by the time we're done with season. Just one last thing, I will tell you that the person who you replaced in this trip, mm-hmm. I am in two groups with them that involves his wife and my wife, mm-hmm. and both of those groups have the word orgy in it. That's information I was not expecting. Yeah, there you go. So, so, so what you're saying is you, you and your wife, and that person and his wife. Mm-hmm. Are in two different orgy groups together. Well, so you guys orgy with some other people. I, I didn't. People. I didn't say they were orgy groups. I just said the name of the WhatsApp group has. The You're in a group, groups. and the title of the group is orgy. So you are in orgy groups, right? So one of them has the word. Well, some of them is is orgy, and the other one is no orgy. Oh no, no orgy. Well, this is well, we, we, you don't want to have like we have. We don't want to mix like communications about orgies with communications oh, oh, so, about so not the orgies. friends that you orgy with and the friends you don't. Right. Yeah, you don't want to slip and say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Yeah. But also just like you don't want to have like orgy and non-orgy conversations mixing. Like. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. I get it. Yeah, totally, totally get it. You have your like orgy you're talking, like, um, but you're talking about like, you know, I mean, you're joking. But I, I think, I'm pretty sure that is a thing. Like people who are, uh, quote unquote, in the lifestyle, they have their lifestyle friends and their non-lifestyle friends. No, but here, even with the same people, I like to compartmentalize. Well, because it happens to be that you want to mirror both lifestyle and non-lifestyle friends. <laughs> oh, now you're outing on my orgy. But, but uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. But everyone else in the, in the two groups are not the same, right? No, they don't, it's, don't, that's the entirety of the groups. It's only the four of us in both groups. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, so, <laughs> Wait, this is actually much funnier and weirder. Yeah, so, we, have, we have a group with them called orgy and a group with them called not orgy. Why? It's a joke. I, I, I get that. But like, <laughs> which one of the two do you communicate with? Um, either or. None, none of the conversations about orgy. They're both used interchangeably. Sure. No, I, but like I have that, like, for example, me and my and my wife and my my mother and father in law, we have like five different group chats with just the same four people. 
Because like oh, everybody... I have a hundred group chats with the with the same people um, that cover no, different no, no, topics. No, but, but I'm, yeah, well, because yeah, this one is dedicated to this topic, and this one, yeah, not, no. But yeah. th- this is a circumstance where it's all like just for communication between the four of us. Mm-hmm. But everybody made their own group at a different time, so it's very complicated. Like who's responding in which group? Like you know, which one do you go to if you want to send them a picture or a question or whatever, or a link to your flight information or whatever. yeah, okay, scintillating information. Yeah, okay. So now that we've gotten that, we all promised an orgy. Yeah, an orgy well, we, we shall have. we promised a discussion about a potential orgy. That's yeah, we, I, we, we promised that a lot of reading material about the subject of orgies. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do the orgy? Yeah, let's jump okay. in. Okay. All right. I'm not really an orgy guy, but uh, yeah. I am an orgy episode guy. So yeah, so we have Henry still as team leader. He's talking on the phone while you know we'll later learn he's been talking to Uta this whole time. But yeah, he's whispering on the phone while the rest of the team is doing their work. And uh, Casey, you know, can't believe the double standard. Henry's always uh, cracking down on them for being on the phone during work, and uh, here he is doing the very thing. Um, Ron wants to do either be in charge of plates, you know, tend the bar. Anything but being in charge of cheese, because Mandy loved cheese and she just dumped his ass and. Anything involving cheese will just remind him of his heartbreak. Well, I guess he doesn't want to go to a Packers game then. Um, well, maybe he wants to come see the Packers get demolished, which is the likely oh, result. The, the destruction of cheese, yeah. yeah. It, it is especially funny because you're a Jets fan, and this is like the biggest Jets fan in, uh, Jets game in years. <laughs> yeah, you're I guess. Out of town for it. Yeah, well, it, it, it was probably the biggest Jets game in years for about 10 minutes, and then the entire team got injured. So, Yeah, I mean... The, 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 yeah, they, they lost their running back and their starting offensive lineman. And then I mean, their two best offensive players. Sure. And then that the night, season. you watched the Patriots. You know, the Patriots outcome maybe not long term. Yeah. Was, so then maybe it's the not Patriots a big game. Worse, a worse if the Patriots, if the Patriots, if the Patriots suck shit, then like it's not a big game. Well, I think in beating the Patriots would still be enjoyable for you. It would be enjoyable, but it's not a big deal if they're bad. Yeah. It was. Uh, uh, did Did you watch the game? Uh, the Monday night game this week. Uh, bits and pieces. Were you watching the Manning cast? No. Oh, Peyton was was so upset. At the Bears for not trying to score at the end of the game, they had the ball like inside. Oh, I was very upset because I had Justin Fields and I was down by like two points. He's like, yeah, so that's he's like, he's like, you have a chance to put up forty in July. You put up forty in July. He was, yeah. I mean, I kind of agreed only because it's the Patriots who like did this shit for years. Always did that to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, So also, even though it's much lower in the tiebreakers than it was in the nineties when there was that crazy like Brett Favre game, like it is theoretically possible. I think that the amount of points you score could have an impact on something. So yeah. Also, it's fun by to win by more. Yeah. It's entertaining. Like the part I hate the most is, oh, it's not sportsman. Like, like this is entertainment. These are adult men. It's not. These aren't like five year old kids. You know. Yeah, I mean, to a point, like at a certain point, it's just like, all right, you don't have to like keep piling it on. Like, if you're up seventy nothing, you wouldn't like leave your starters in to like well, keep scoring. But, but only because of injury risk. But I would put the I put right. I wouldn't have the backups kneel. I'd have them, you know, still play. Yeah, but you can do a lot of handing off. No, like you're gonna sure again. I think. Well, I don't even know if I put the backups in. I might want to see my backup quarterback and my backup <laughs> receivers how they play. I suppose. No. You, you, you're there to entertain the fans, and you're there to win. Okay. You play to win the game. Yes, exactly. You play to win the game by the maximum number of points. That's uh, how it is. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Roman is very excited that uh, Kyle's movie is not doing well. Um, it is now, instead of being released to the United States in theaters, is going to be released only on DVD and only in Asia under the name Jumping Boys. Yeah. 
and like you know what obviously that's a far cry from from what kyle might have been hoping for but the part i hear is he's still the star of a movie that's being released yeah and lydia kind of sees it this way she's like celebrating she's hugging sure. she, I mean, she, given where this, like he's he's usually an act he's usually a waiter so this is like an, an, an you know he seems to be doing the best. He has the best Hollywood career of all these people. Well, I don't know. Maybe Casey. Right. Well, it movie. also kind of just depends what you're aiming for. It's like part of success in acting is like now, like all your friends are going to like see you in a movie, which now isn't going to happen because it's only being released in DVD. In Japan. Oh, you're just doing it to get attention from your not friends. just, but like that's like a you're not like doing a, it for the love of, of the art. Definitely not for the love. Of, definitely not for the love of the art. Um, sometimes it's for money. Sometimes it's for you know recognition. But it's like mm-hmm. so yeah, it's something like that. It's something vain. It's not yeah. for the love of the art. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, you want to have the big movie premiere or whatever. People coming you know to watch it with you and congratulating you and saying, oh, your movie was great. I loved you. And then you know that leads to other opportunities. Uh, now he like none of that is really going to happen probably because no one's going to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So then the uh, the host, the uh, Nick, he comes in and you know he kind of gives the uh, overall instructions to the uh, party down crew, and he tells them, "I want you keeping the drinks full, the eyes are circling, and most of all, I assume this goes without saying, but stay." And that's where we find out. Um, now, title, it's not, it's the, not the, clear to me why he's trying to make this delineation between the guests and the staff because he just wants anybody to fuck. And as it turns out, one of the members of the staff wants to do so with him. Yeah. And then also he hires the woman who's the naked, you know, lube condom hand router. Uh, would he have been opposed to her participating? Right. Well, I mean, I think from the outset of the evening where he thought that everybody coming was aware that this is an orgy and was down to be in an orgy. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense. So, like, you don't want the help, like, getting in on the orgy. But why not? What's the, everything, because, everything. you know, that could Let's be... Let's all have you. The guests could be uncomfortable. Like, they don't want, like, these, you know, randos involved. It's, you know, it's, uh, you know... Well, I think be, the point be, is everybody people is from random, the community. right? That's why they're wearing masks. They don't want to know who each other are. Oh, right. All right. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, anonymity would, seems to be part of the appeal. I still, you know, they still assume it. You know, this is a uh, carefully selected and curated group of yeah orgy goers. Yeah. Um, I see that you're not wearing a shirt. Are you trying to uh, start an orgy here? <laughs> yeah. Would you like? <laughs> I guess we could have an, a virtual orgy. Would you like me to my, push my chest together so you can do shots? Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Not yet. Um, okay, so we have the party start, and we see all these. Uh, we have people with masks and people without tops. Those seem to be the two categories of people. Um, and our uh, our buddy Nick is a little upset because it seems that not everyone was aware of the agenda of the evening. And he kind of like, you know, he makes an announcement. He wants people, you know, to grab life by the horns. This is what he learned while he was in the in jail. I guess he was in jail. Um, we don't really know why, right? No, no. He's referring to his prison of his marriage. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> he literally says, he says like, he says like a prison cell or something, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But the, it was the prison of his marriage. Oh, it was a metaphor. Huh? I see now. I see we that did, makes sense. We did have an episode with someone who, um, well, didn't escape from jail, but uh, right. didn't end, end being jail, but avoided going to jail. Right. But They'll probably go to jail for killing a different person. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, fair enough. Okay. That makes sense. He wants people to uh, YOLO and uh, get in on the orgy. Now, Am I to understand, based on the conversation about what, what was and wasn't in the invitation, the, the word orgy, of course, did not appear in the invitation. The word orgy did but, not appear. But that's not class. You don't need to. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the only reference to it being an orgy at all was that I think he was calling it an eyes wide shut themed party. Right? Right. And like, and you wear masks. But even without further information than that, I don't know how any third party receiving the invitation would assume orgy. 
Do you remember like, what oh, we're doing a party based on that movie? And so we're going to, you know, we're going to dress sexily and we're masks. And we're going to, but like, I don't think I, I'm just saying I'm on team everybody but Nick. Do you remember the password for the uh, party and always watch that? No, I don't. It was Fidelio. Oh, okay. That's been I, burned in my memory for some That reason. movie came out, I'm going to guess, when we were in 11th grade? 1999. I saw that movie on the same night that Edgardo Alfonso went six for six with three home runs. Was it the fall of 99? It was like August or September, I believe. Okay, yeah. So 11th grade, nicely done by me. Uh, yeah. Because I remember watching it. I went to see it with Alan Shannon. Uh, <laughs> uh, he probably uh, would have regretted that. We walked, we walked to the movie theater which was like a 20-minute walk because we didn't want to like say what movie we were going to or even that we were going to movies. So we just like walked and oh. went to see it. And then Anyways, I ended up renting the movie, watching it in my parents' basement in Minnesota. So it must have been like winter break four, six months later or something like that. Um, I remember I was watching very late at night on very low volume. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, the volume isn't that important. Yeah. <laughs> the movie wasn't, I mean, even even back in the 90s when like nudity was harder to come by than today where it's it's hard to not come by it almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> e- even so, like, you know, uh, a little bit over. I mean, it was like Stanley Kubrick and like his final movie and yeah. know, Tom well, Cruise and his wife. I mean, I have, so I haven't seen it since then. So I think it probably behooves me at some point to watch Perhaps. this movie like as yeah. a grown up, not as an 11th grader who just wants to see as many breasts as possible. Yeah. Uh, but again, like I lived I lived in a dorm where like, you know, we many people shared media with, with breasts available. I feel like I saw it because it was like a talked about movie. But I mean, the breasts didn't hurt, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. No, I do. I, I should I should put it on my list to rewatch yeah. at some point. Okay. All right. Um, maybe next week we'll do an Eyes Wide Shot episode. OK. And does that mean orgy or does that mean just talking about the movie? No, we'll just talk about the movie. Ah, OK. All right. Well, I asked. I want a clarification. Yeah. 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 We'll just we'll we'll read the Wikipedia entry for the movie. How about that? <laughs> now that sounds sexy. Um. Okay. So I, I'm gonna guess the word orgy does not appear on that Wikipedia page. Yeah. I mean, well, is it an orgy there? I don't even remember. I know it's like See, just, I don't even. Or is it more of like a show? Like, well, the things. I mean, you might call it a, like a sex party. I don't know. If, oh, right. by the way, I'm I'm wrong. Well, orgy's in the first paragraph. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> and, 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 and four and fourteen times on the page. Oh, there you go. Okay, so I guess it's definitely an orgy. I yeah, I, I obviously no, I mean, I don't remember the movie well. Yeah, um, it, it is a definitely an orgy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if it was a if it was an orgy or just more like you know, there's like some people having sex and other people watching. I guess that's an orgy. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I, think, I, think I don't know how technical these definitions yeah, are. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm describing is also an orgy. Sounds like it to me. Yeah. Well, I guess like some people are having an orgy, regardless of whether everyone who's there is participating in the orgy. Yeah. Well, I think you're you're not supposed to just watch. That's a little bit awkward, right? Well, that's what Roman wants. Roman suggests, or he offers to. Just, that, yeah. Well, that's yeah. why they told him no. He should have offered to participate. Yeah. Well, I think that was a non-starter. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm saying I think that asking to watch is worse. It's even worse because yeah. it just shows that you don't even understand the nature of the event. That having been said, Roman's orgy advice. Is is very correct in this episode, as Nick will credit him. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. I mean, so he has he said he has four pieces of advice. He says the lighting is way too bright, which is obviously <laughs> the case. Right. Right. He says the music is way too passive. Again, seems obvious. The bartenders should be encouraging more uh, liquid courage, uh, obviously. And then he says you have to you have to bunch all the fuck actives together. Again, seems like a very good idea, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what that one seems like the most important, actually. Yeah, it's like a batting lineup. If you take your power hitters and you separate them each by like three prudes, you know, nobody's getting on base anyway. Right. You hit a bunch, you hit a bunch of solo homers. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, is the opposite of an orgy. You don't want you don't want too much solo action. No solo homers. Yeah. 
Well, three run homers. Mm, yeah. Middle three, of them. Four. Exactly. At least middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two run shot is not an yeah. orgy either. So, yeah. So, yeah. Roman uh, Roman's, uh, has done a lot of reading on the topic, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we see that, uh, you know, Lydia is coming on to Nick. She's uh, she's very excited about the new divorcee. They both agree that divorce is liberating, but uh seems pretty clear that they sh- they're sharing a thing we call loneliness. Yeah, well, but she all Lydia is pretty clear that she's also horny. She she's very Casey horny explicitly. Yeah, yeah, she hasn't uh, she hasn't gotten laid in a long time. She yeah. says. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Kyle uh, coming across a girl that he recognizes. Seems they both work together as extras on Gilmore Girls, um, and he's trying to chat her up, but she says tells him, you know, I'm too busy. I got to hold this tray of condoms and lube that no that nobody is using. Yeah, well, not yet. That's just a classic excuse that girls give you, right? I can't yeah. go out with you for Saturday night because I have to hold a tray of condoms and lube. Yeah, I agree with you. What bullshit? Yeah, the girls are sliers. <laughs> um. So yeah, the uh, we and we still got Ron. He's being a total wet blanket. He's ruining the mood. He's regaling the guests with the tales of his tragic breakup. Um, Nick is not happy with this. The guy is totally ruining the vibe of the party. You know, you can't, you know, you, you want to have an orgy, you get some friends together for a nice orgy, and then you have this bummer guy sitting there talking about, you know, romance and love and heartbreak. It's just, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when, when is Ron ever cool? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we got the as you said, we got that conversation between Lydia and Casey where she reveals that she's into Nick, single lawyer, big house, you see cheap sex, I see a very nice house and a man who needs a woman's touch. And Roman's uh Roman's actually doing pretty well here. Or, or certainly better than usual. Um you know, he has a he has a crowd around him. He's, you know, getting people to participate, doing shots. Um, unfortunately, his goal is to get the hot girl with the large breasts to do the shots, and instead he gets the chubby guy with the you know medium-sized breasts to be the volunteer. He insists, he's like, no, this doesn't work. Body shots must be taken off of women's tits. There's no other option. <laughs> and he turns to Casey for support. <laughs> yeah, she thinks Casey's going to be a team. Yeah, exactly. Um, and by the way, and this I think is sort of indicative of of Roman's problem in general, which is like the perfect is the enemy of the good. Yeah, like if exactly. anybody's taking body shots, that's a start. Don't right. tell them not to do so. Yeah, and he just like he co- it's the same thing. Like he comes on too strong instead of just like going with things and like like when a, when a girl is like, oh hi, you exist. I'll I'll talk to you. He's immediately like, do you want to go have sex with me? And the, like, yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, like move move a little bit slower. You know, go with you know, follow the energy. Um. You know, this comes from I'm very uh, talented with the ladies, as I'm sure you're aware. So, like, you know, I have a lot of experience in uh, the flirting zone, as the kids call it these days. Um, so, yeah. So, if you're uh, if you can't get the uh, body shot off the hot girl, the best, the next best thing is the hot girl taking the body shot off the chubby guy, I suppose. Um, Meanwhile, we got Kyle. So he's now he's talking to Mira. Is Mira the same girl as before? Yeah, yeah. it's the it, same girl. It, right? it was in the beginning of the episode. It seems like there's multiple uh, yeah. of these topless women. I but think then it's pretty clear there's only one. It's just, it's just Mira. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mira's everywhere. Yeah, he uh, she and like she like crushes him. She's like people think they're important. I used to think I'm important. I'm not important. You're not important. You're a grain of sand in the scheme of things. You will you'll you'll never go anywhere. You're not going to make it. You're you're a lot. You're a failure. Um, 
and, uh, you know, just, like, shoes him off. And uh, Kyle is, like, completely shattered by this. Um, Roman, of course, is uh, reveling in Kyle's uh, misfortune, calling him out on his epic fail, uh, wondering if you told her that you're going to be huge over in Pinapin. Is it Pinapin that he Phenom- says? Phenom Peh, he says. Phenom Peh? Yeah. I couldn't understand what he was saying. Okay, what's that? Yeah, that's a city that's the in capital Asia? Of Cambodia. Cambodia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm just as dumb as Kyle. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know a lot about Phnom Penh, but I do know it's in Cambodia. Yeah. Um, Let me Google it. Nick, uh, Nick uh, calls over Henry and Ron and asks. Population them, of 2.82 million. There you go. All right. That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no New York, but not small either. Um, Nick uh, Nick calls over Henry Rod and he wants them to uh, carry out Jeff, who is the uh, body shot man. Body shoot, <laughs> body shot guy. <laughs> body, body, body I saw what you're going for. Body shot guy. Um, he's uh, he's completely blacked out on the bed, and it turns out that the lady that was with him is his boss, and she needs to fire him on Monday. Well, now she's got a pretty good reason, right? Well. Can't hold his liquor. You can't have an employee who doesn't hold his liquor. Oh, I see. Oh, I oh, I thought you were saying because she's participating in orgy with him. I'm like, I don't know if you could fire someone for that. That seems uh, rather yeah. mutual. Right. No, if anything, right, it would preclude being able to fire him, right? Because now he could claim it's like sexual harassment or whatever. Like, oh, you're firing me after we were at an orgy together on Saturday night? How convenient. Yeah. Seems like a good way to get sued. Um, now, you know, I'm, I'm on the Phnom Penh website, by the way. Yeah. Wikipedia page, excuse me. Uh-huh. It's very strange. They list uh, this is on like the main Wikipedia page for Phnom Penh. They list they, the reference on Party Down. No, no, no. They list every <laughs> it's season single, two, episode three. Of they Party list Down. every single bus line in the city. Oh wow! The terminus, the distance, the frequency at each stop, and then they list every single highway in the city with the same information. Wow, that's very in, in detailed. Yeah, a lot of detail. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> Oh, this lady was on Miro was on an episode of The West Wing. I don't yeah, know she what. was on holding the condoms in the lube in the West Wing. You don't remember? No. I'm okay. trying to figure out what episode she was in. Mm. Yeah, we should do a podcast about the West Wing just to just to get the answer <laughs> to that question. We should. It should be and like we, uh, we get to that episode, mis- we stop. A mystery show. Yeah. Um all right. I'll figure that out while we keep going. Because I'm usually pretty good with knowing guest stars on that show. Um, well, I guess you're not a guest star per se. Mm-hmm. Um, guests, let's say guest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so then we have Lydia still trying to make her moves on Nick when she gets interrupted. Um, it seems now all of a sudden a lot of people are into Nick, and uh, they're you know, they start making out with like Lydia. This is like such this is like a classic like high school scene, right? Where like you're at the party and like the two people are making out next to you on the couch, except she's like 40. Yeah, well, um, classic so. uh, high school or orgy, I guess. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I assume there's probably not a ton of kissing at an orgy, though. Well, you got to start like, somewhere. Yeah, I feel like people probably want to cut right to the chase <laughs> at an orgy. It's not I mean, like a romantic you, uh, you affair. Know, you, 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 want, you want to be there for a couple hours, don't you, right? I guess. Yeah. Kyle um, comes, you know, is very dejected about... Mira turning him down. Uh, Roman, of course, does not feel bad that you know one girl in the history of the universe didn't want to have sex with Kyle immediately. <laughs> Meanwhile, Roman's uh, batting O for his entire life. Um, and he reveals, no, it's not just about being rejected. It's this whole thing that she said to me. And, you know, Roman sees that, like, Kyle is actually really broken up over this. And, you know, Kyle keeps asking Roman if he thinks he'll make it. 
and Roman like this is probably like the first like moment of humanity we've seen from, yeah. from Roman in like 13 episodes uh, where he's and, like and certainly towards Kyle yes it's quite surprising yeah, I yeah. agree with you yeah he's like you know what you're gonna make it like you're but like he immediately rushes out of the room because like he can't like allow himself to be even that like barely vulnerable for even one second to, yeah. like, say a nice thing to Kyle like he's like so embarrassed by himself yeah maybe off. we should have a Roman spinoff show after, <laughs> after party down is over honestly I'm pretty into anything Martin Starr I've uh he has a very high success rate as far as I'm concerned let's talk to his people see if we can get moving yeah, he's great in the Spider-Man movies. Like he doesn't have like big roles, but like basically everything he says that is funny. Um, Silicon Valley, knocked up, you know, he's he's just like across the board. He's uh I mean you probably cannot notice I want to build like a whole thing around him. He's much more of a you know, sidekick. Yes. But uh maybe I'm wrong, you know. Maybe he's got bigger chops than I think. <laughs> so we start uh heading towards the end of the party. Ron and Henry are sitting outside uh, with the fat guy blacked out between them. He's still uh, unconscious and Ron feels lost and he's, you know, without um, Mandy around and he wonders if Uda has been giving his life meaning and Henry wouldn't go that far. Yeah, certainly. Um, let's say life. I don't even know. He, he does not seem to be enjoying the relationship too much. It seems like. Well, yeah, of course not. She's terrible. Yeah. Um. And uh, he he gets a call from Henry, and uh, while he's on the phone with her, Ron is like, you know, making jokes and needling him, and like Henry just like keeps laughing out loud, can't help himself. I do, uh, this, I this do like a- the uh, drunk acting by Henry here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, he go he goes back. I guess to Adam call, Scott's uh, acting, not Henry. Right. He wants to call uh, Henry. Henry's trying to act sober, actually. Mm-hmm. So he goes to call Uta back from the closet. Uh um, yeah, here's where we have Nick coming into the fuck room. It seems like maybe things are actually about to start happening, um, or at least he thinks so. And he kicks Roman out. He wasn't even let him stay in the corner and watch. And Nick jumps up on the table, strips naked, and proclaims, let's screw. And all the music um, immediately stops in a very dramatic way. Now, it's what's funny is that like we've had this exact thing happen, basically, um, already once in this show, except the first time was like at a party in someone's backyard with all their friends, and this is at an orgy. Yeah. So you would think it would be it's more, more appropriate welcome here. here. Yeah. But it's 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 responded to basically the same way, with just yeah. like stunned silence and disbelief. Yeah, but and m- what I'm saying is, you know, we didn't. L- one of Roman's pieces of advice is keep the music going, but for some reason, the the DJ whoever's running the music immediately stops it when uh when Nick yeah because you always have to do that like yeah, yeah exactly yes <laughs> yeah so um, uh, um that, that was um, my uh sound effect of a very good scratch. But then um you know so then he has the meltdown and he talks about he's the loneliest man in the universe and you know because but but then it, it's it somehow is gonna work which is like what's so confusing to me because like. I wonder if anyone has ever successfully used guilt as a way to spur an orgy. I mean, people have used guilt to have sex for sure, but how has ever one person used guilt as as a way to get like forty people to have sex? <laughs> well, there could be like a maybe there'll be a snowball effect. I mean, they all sort of come in at once when they come into the. You know, and I'm skipping ahead to the next scene, obviously, but yeah. Um. So yeah, so. Casey uh, walks in on Henry, who's been talking to Uda, who wants him to leave work to come up and home and deal with uh, her issue. Um, something with the fish, right? The fish is dying. The fish has died. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it's just weird because you think Uda of all people would respect, like you know, the importance of this job. Yeah. Um, 
we cut back to uh, the fuck room where Lydia finds Nick passed out. He tries to like get him to bed and like snuggle him and comfort him. And so finally, so like, this isn't the fuck room. So which is uh, I don't know if it's a continuation error or what, but so the fuck room was the room with the couch and stuff downstairs. He's come upstairs <laughs> right. to his bedroom. Yeah, now he's in his bedroom, which right. will turn into the fuck room because that's where everyone comes right. and joins him. But then at the end of the episode, he'll refer <laughs> yeah. to it as the fuck room, even though it's not the fuck room. Oh, interesting. And I didn't even the, pick up on that. The weirder thing is that, at, you know, at the end, when he's talking to them, you know, at, at, at the end, you know, after the party, he says there was no fucking per se. But what is it that we see going on in there? You know, when Casey opens the door and sees Liddy in the middle. And I mean, you know, is this like a Bill Clintonian uh, definitions here? Because there's certainly <laughs> a lot of, of sexual activity taking place. It depends on what the definition of the is. Uh, apparently, it does. Yeah, oh, I'm is it is the is or is it is is? Bill Clinton was is. Yes, the definition of is. Yeah. is. But anyway, so I don't know what. what very Nick, smart. Very I don't smart. know what Nick you is. Are, you outsmarted everybody. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we have um. We go yeah. So we go back to uh, Casey and Henry, and she tells him that you know she's not really freaking about about the fish. That's not what this is about. Um, it's about her child's emotional attachment to the fish. And then we find out that uh, Casey found a billion different porn sites in her boyfriend's uh, browser history, um, which Henry uh, you know confirms that that's accurate. That's what it should be. That's what goes on there. Yeah. Um, Who cares? Yeah. And we uh, episode ends with uh, Casey walking out and seeing Let- Lydia sitting on the edge of the bed in the fuck room. Well, I guess it's not the fuck room, uh, but in the room with uh, with Nick, and she's patting his naked butt. So uh, while while people some, are getting, seemingly having sex everywhere, yeah. So she's getting some action. She's getting some butt. Yeah, and the other thing is, that if you want to participate, loosen your bow tie, unbutton a couple shirts on the blouse. You know, I'm sure the people would have been happy to have her participate. Everybody else is going crazy there, but. Yeah. By the way, you 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 mentioned before how there's not usually a lot of kissing at an orgy. I think you would be correct at least at a eyes wide shut style orgy because the masks would sort of impede it, especially those mm. with big beaks. Right. Yeah. So there it's a, which actually like the mouth is is pretty important for many sexual activities. So <laughs> so wearing a big yeah. beaked mask there seems like not a great idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, if you if you're a listener who uh, frequents orgies, please write in and let us know. Yeah. D- d- don't don't worry. How, long, how this works. Long those mask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we get our uh, post credit action uh, where Casey uh, continues advising Nick, tells him to get the second fish that'll make him a hero with Uda, and she suggests the golden ram, which is a social fish that gets lethargic without the company of its peers. Hmm. And we end off back with Nick, who comes out of the fuck room. He pays Mira. Um, Kyle wishes her luck and tells her to don't stop believing. The uh, tagline of uh, another great HBO show. Oh, it's not an HBO show. Sorry, this is stars. I forgot that we left HBO. Yeah. Um, no, but, but he's, he's been using that journey line repeatedly in the show. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, she, she's, uh, she's a no-go once again. Um, Nick uh, is you know, talking with Roman. He asks to be invited to the party. And uh, he gets Lydia's number, and he uh, Nick finally confesses that even though there wasn't any fucking in the fuck room, it was enough to keep him single for many years to come. Mm. And Lydia. Lydia walks away, yeah, dejected. Um, nothing she does went right. And uh, finally, he thanks everyone for taking care of Jeff and getting him home. And we, of course, cut to the episode ending with him being shown sprawled out on the lawn with the sprinklers going off around him uh, very far from home. Yeah. 
You know, in, another thing I would like to know is we were told that that in the beginning of the episode, that Ken Jong was told was asked to be called if things got, uh, you know, if things got interesting. But things did get interesting. But yeah, Ken wasn't called. Oh, Mister, um, what's his name again? Mister Duck. Duck. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. All right, off. Well, how do you rate this episode? Uh, this episode's fine. Um, I say it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. It's a three out of five. I feel like the whole orgy of it all is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. It's just like the shock value of like, oh, that's an orgy. I didn't think there was like a ton that was that excellent here, but there was an orgy. So like that gets it to a three, I think. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. The overall, only an okay episode. I'll give it three as well. You know, uh, Curb does this, of course, early on also. Uh, not an orgy, but a, but a porn star who's describing in right. great detail. But it, but it's not while there is the shock value, it, the episode is also hilarious, you know, in, in its own way. And the, uh, this one, I think, is a little bit less so. So not, not my favorite episode of the show. Oh, come on. Be a come with guy. Who is your come with guy or gal? Um, my pick more my than come one with guy in is, orgy. It's often encouraged. Yeah, so. that's true. There, in theory, there should be a lot of come with guys. Um, I think you just got to go with Nick here. I mean, he's the host. He invited everyone to an orgy. Um, I think you win if you know you host mm-hmm. the orgy. You're the come with guy. Yeah, uh, to me, I'm gonna say it's Roman. I mean, the, the guy gets so few W's that if even Nick himself, the party host, credits him with getting the party going, like you know, what right. more can you say? Roman has good ideas; they're properly executed. He's credited with the successful party. He probably is the is the cause of them all getting tips tonight. So uh, Roman goes home the champion today, which is a very rare occasion. Usually, he is the fucking asshole. Oh, what? I'm the asshole here. I am. I'm, I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock. Uh, the fucking asshole. I will say my fucking asshole is Jeff. I mean, my man, like, never get so drunk at an orgy that you pass out before the fucking commences. Like, that's like. That's rule number one of going to an orgy, right? You got to hold yeah. your liquor at an orgy. You got to hold your liquor at an orgy. Yeah. Um, there's so many opportunities to pass out. It's just, it's such a crime. Yeah. Yeah. My fucking asshole is Mira. Yeah. You know, Ron is kind of accused of, wet, of being a wet blanket. How about a wet blanket being a topless woman staring at an, standing at an orgy, refusing to even like talk to, to a guy and then crushing his soul with like the meanest thing you could say to someone is that like you're literally worthless and have no purpose for even being on this earth. Um, it's a very fucking asshole move to do. No, I, I completely agree with you. You know, like there's a there's a there's a phrase in, in Judaism who and it's not only in Judaism, but uh, who who is who is rich or who is ha- uh, one who is happy with his lot. And like Kyle's attitude in life, like we and, and I definitely am probably a cynic in many ways. And I think you are as well. But like being a cynic, why is that the better thing to be like? Kyle is happy, is positive, is optimistic. He's enjoying life. He's confident. Like, why is that better than being like worse than being like Henry or being like even worse, Mira? who's completely beaten down. Like, I understand, like, this is not a great gig for her, but like, you know, why are you taking out on this guy just because he's being friendly and outgoing and positive? So I agree with you. Try not to be yeah. so cynical. I say to myself as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to try. I'm going <laughs> to probably just do my thing at this point. All right. Uh, is it time for the, the early, the one episode postman? Yes. Postman! Postman, come here! Tell the neighborhood! What a Shonda, Larry! Larry David! Not only are you a lousy Jew, but you're a lousy human being! 
should have given me some candy. You're a lousy Jew. We got a couple of uh, emails to the postman this week. Um, they uh, they are for both season, uh, both episode three and episode four. So we'll just uh, do episode three. We'll save episode four for when we get there. Um, apologies to those of you who rushed to watch episodes that uh, we did not end up covering this week. But uh, oh, no, you know, if you're listening to this and haven't sent in a postman for episode four. Yeah, you now you still can. And uh, those who did, you know, you got a week off now. <laughs> yeah, well, you can send another email if you want. If you have additional um, ideas. Yeah, I suppose you can. Um, okay, so yeah, we have uh, first off from Jim Crumley, who says, Orgy Night was a weak episode. The shock value of Bare Breast in the background was not enough to save the weak writing. One and a half out of Ooh, five. Yeah, yeah. Very harsh by Jim. So he agrees with us, but even more so. Come with guys, Roman, despite his usual pervy instincts. Roman was a friend to Kyle and quite helpful to Nick. And the fucking asshole is Nick. A horrendous party plan executed poorly. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like Nick was happy with how it ended. Um, Zach Brooks writes in and he says, do you either of you have eyes wide shut takes? I don't. I, I haven't seen it as we discussed earlier since uh, 1999 when it came out. So it's been uh, over 20 years. And I saw it about three or four I, months later than enough. Zach wants to know what food would be best served at an orgy. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, drinks, I assume, are obviously number one, right? Yeah. But but we're talking about um, food. I mean, I, mean, you I feel want, like it's like co- like hors d'oeuvres, right? Yeah, you don't want anything messy. I think you want things you wanna, like you don't want to need yeah. like plates and forks, like almost like I mean, you, you can do better than this, but crudite, like, you know, like cut up carrots, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. You don't want heavy. Yeah. You don't want um, heavy. You don't want. You, don't want, you definitely don't want. Gas yeah. You don't want cheese. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, like Ron should have just nixed that cheese for non manly reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want a sure. cheese party here. Yeah. Nobody wants cheese at an orgy. No cheese. No broccoli. No beans. Yeah. Well, I was saying crudite. So I mean, uh, carrots and celery. Is that about it? Yeah. I mean, I think fruit is probably good. Yeah. Um. But but again, but you want something that you can. You want something like you take with one bite and you eat, right? You don't want to have to carry around yeah. plates. You don't want your hands getting sticky and dirty. Yeah. If your hands are getting right. sticky and dirty, hopefully it's for other reasons. Maybe like chicken tenders. Oh, you know what you should have? Although you got to be careful as we've seen in Curb, but you should have things on skewers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The but you, but, you, but you need a topless person collecting the skewers, obviously, very quickly, because there's a lot of exposed <laughs> body parts that you don't want getting injured. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. that skewers could do a lot. Although of the other thing is you, there's no eating in the fuck room at all. Right. You keep your fuck room and your and your, your hors d'oeuvres room separate. So that hopefully resolves a lot of these issues. Yeah. In the fuck room, you probably need um, a lot of water. People need to hide. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zach says that the come with guy is Roman. He's an expert at throwing orgies. <laughs> and the fucking assholes are the people in the fuck room who aren't ready to fuck. Yeah. No, he's right. In the name of the room. Um, although I would say they're, they're not fucking assholes then, right? They're, they're just not fucking assholes. Yeah. They're not fucking assholes. Yeah. Nick is the fucking asshole. Or at least he aspires to be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Instead, he's just an asshole. <laughs> he's, a, was, he's an he, asshole who he, gets his. He, he's his a non fucking per se asshole. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. So next week, after this uh, surprisingly abridged episode, we will uh, go back into uh, season two, episode four, which I already watched, but I, I guess I can always give it a rewatch. Um, uh, James Ellison funeral. So from a funeral, from an orgy to a funeral, things could not be more different. Or maybe they'll be the same. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I look forward to the funeral.
Get a life, Jews.